For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures I will arise and go forth to the house of my young I will arise and go forth to the house of my father I will arise and go forth to the house of my young House of my young Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom, I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject Yeshua from Genesis to Revelation. This is part 11 of the series. There is a prophecy regarding the exiles of Israel that there will be those who will be sent for them. Jeremiah chapter 16, beginning in verse 14, it is written, Therefore, behold, the days come, says the Lord, it will no more be said, the Lord lives that brought up the children of Israel, the land of Egypt, but the Lord lives that brought the children of Israel from the land of the north and from all the lands where he has driven them. And I will bring them again into the land that I gave to the fathers. The subject is gathering the exiles of Israel. Then it says how this is going to happen in verse 16. Behold, I will send for many fishers, says the Lord, and they shall fish them. So here's a prophecy that fishermen will be sent out to the exiles of Israel. This is why that among Yeshua's 12 disciples, were those who were fishermen. And this is what he said to them in Mark in chapter 1 and verse 17. Come after me or follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Matthew in chapter 4 and verse 18 it is written and Yeshua walking by the sea of Galilee saw two brethren, Peter and Andrew casting a net in the sea. They were fishers. He says, follow me. And what I will do if you follow me is I will teach you. I will train you to be fishers of men. Well, it says that going after the exiles of Israel in Jeremiah chapter 16, verse 16, you're going to fish for them. Why is this terminology used that you're going to fish for the exiles of Israel? That is because in the blessing that is given to Ephraim and Manasseh in Genesis in chapter 48 and verse 16, that in their blessing, it is said of them that they will multiply as fish in the earth. The verse reads, the angel which redeemed me from all evil, bless the lads and let my name be named on them in the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac. And the King James says, let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. But in 
the Hebrew where it says grow, the Hebrew word is daga, which means fish. It literally says in the Hebrew, let them increase as fish increase in the earth. But because that does not make logical sense, because fish don't increase in the earth, fish increase in the sea, it wasn't translated literally. It was translated as let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. Well, Yeshua said in Mark chapter 1 verse 17, I'm going to make you fishers of men. The Hebrew word for men or man is Adam. And in the art scroll, which is an Orthodox Jewish commentary on the scriptures to the book of Ezekiel, on page 30, they make a point that throughout the book of Ezekiel, that Ezekiel is referred to by the title of son of man. And then they point out that in Ezekiel in chapter 34 and verse 31, that the nation of Israel, the flock of the good shepherd of Israel is stated this way. And you, my flock, the flock of my pasture are men. The flock of my pasture are Adam. And then in Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 10, I will multiply men upon you, all the house of Israel, even all of it. Men here is Adam. So the nation of Israel is referred to as men or Adam. But Adam in Hebrew is also a word for all mankind. So when Yeshua is going to make you fishers of men, it has a dual meaning. You're going to go after the exiles of Israel who are likened unto men. But in doing so, you're going to reach all those in the nations as well. Because when you go after the exiles of Israel who are intermingled among the peoples of the earth, the peoples of the earth will also hear the message. They, all mankind, are called Adam. So therefore, the opportunity for salvation or redemption in Messiah through the new covenant is going to be made available not only to the exiles of Israel, but also those from the nations as well. And if they would repent of their sins, they could be forgiven of their sins and be a partaker of Messiah's new covenant relationship with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. In Matthew, in chapter 11, we have in Matthew chapter 11 and verse 2 that John, the immerser, sends two of his disciples to ask Yeshua a question. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 3, they said, are you he that should come? In other words, they were asking Yeshua, are you the Messiah or do we look for another that is the Messiah? Yeshua's answer is his biblical claim that he is the Messiah. So he answers in Matthew chapter 11, verse 4, Yeshua answered and said, go and show John again those things which you do hear and see. Verse 5, the blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. And then he added to this thought, blessed is he that is not offended in me. Yeshua's answer to John and his disciples is a reference to Isaiah in chapter 35, where it is written, then the eyes of the blind will be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart and the tongue of the dumb sing. This is describing the joy associated with the ending of the exile of the 12 tribes of 
of Israel. Because in Isaiah 35 verse 10, it says, And the ransom of the Lord will return and come to Zion. The ransom of the Lord is the exiles of Israel. And when they return, then this is associated with Isaiah 35, 5 and 6. The eyes of the blind being opened, the ears of the deaf being unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap as a heart and the tongue of the dumb sing. Yeshua's answer to John and his disciples in Matthew in chapter 11, as we're going to decode it, Yeshua in essence was saying, tell John that I am the Messiah because I am the one that gathers the exiles of Israel. Next, we're going to look for biblical terms which describe the exiles of Israel. And in doing so, we're going to see that these terms that Yeshua gave to John are biblical terms that are associated with the exiles of Israel. In the Midrash Rabbah, which is a Jewish commentary on the scriptures, volume 9, page 202, it is written, Rabbi Simeon, son of Yohai, taught, when Israel stood before Mount Sinai and said, all that the Lord has spoken, we will do. Exodus chapter 24, verse 7. At that moment, there were among them no persons that had an issue, no lepers, no lame, no blind, no dumb, no deaf, no lunatics, no imbeciles, no dullards, and no doubters. However, after they committed the sin of the golden calf, there were among them those that had issue and were lepers, those those that were blind, dumb, deaf, lunatics, and dullards. That is when the commandment went out in Numbers chapter 5, verse 3. Let them put out of the camp every leper and every one that has an issue. From the Midrash Rabbah, volume 2, page 652, Rabbi Yohanan said, Whenever the terms poor, afflicted, or needy occurs, Scripture refers to Israel. We can see how the nation of Israel are regarded as being afflicted and poor in Isaiah chapter 49 in verse 13 as it is written sing O heavens and be joyful O earth break forth into singing O mountains for the Lord has comforted his people he will have mercy upon his afflicted the afflicted is associated with the exiles of Israel the exiles of Israel is regarded as being deaf and blind Isaiah chapter 42 in verse 18 18 and 19 and then verse 24 as it is written hear ye deaf and look you blind that you may see who is blind but my servant or deaf as my messenger it is the servant and the messenger of the God of Israel who is blind and deaf why Isaiah chapter 42 verse 24 who gave Jacob for a spoil and Israel to the robbers did not the Lord he against whom we have sinned for they would not walk in his ways, neither were they obedient unto his Torah. So for not being obedient unto the Torah of the God of Israel, his people have the spiritual status of being blind and deaf. When the exiles of Israel are gathered from the nations, Jeremiah tells
tells us that he's going to gather the blind and the lame. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 7 says, Thus says the Lord, Sing with gladness for Jacob, and shout among the chief of the nations, Publish ye, praise ye, and say, O Lord, save your people, the remnant of Israel. So the subject is saving or gathering the remnant of Israel. Jeremiah 31 verse 8, I will bring them from the north country and gather them from the coast of the earth, and with them the blind and the lame. From the Midrash Rabbah to Numbers, we have the rabbis explaining that exile is a punishment for having leprosy. That they send out of the camp every leper. You find that just as a mortal king has army chiefs, so God has army chiefs, as it says, take ye the sum of all the congregation of the children of Israel. Numbers chapter 1 and verse 2. A mortal king has of exile for those condemned to banishment. And God also has a place of exile for those condemned to banishment. As it says that they send out of the camp every leper. Numbers chapter 5 and verse 2. Another explanation. Command the children of Israel. Numbers chapter 5 verse 2. The rabbis explain the verse is applying to exile. Command the children of Israel. As if to say, because Israel has transgressed the commandments, they have incurred the penalty of being sent away. That is exile. Hence it is written and let them send away from the camp. Sending away has the meaning of exile. As you read, send them out of my sight and let them go forth. Jeremiah chapter 15 verse 1 out of the camp. That is out of the land of Israel where the Shekinah has its camp. The rabbis explain that the song of songs in the book, the art scroll written on the song of songs that in Hebrew is called Sher HaSharim in the introduction on page 67, they explain the prophets frequently liken the relationship between God and Israel is that of a loving husband angered by a straying wife who betrayed him. Solomon composed Sher HaSharim or the Song of Songs in the form of the same allegory. Israel in exile is regarded as having the spiritual status of a woman who is in Nida or unclean. Ezekiel chapter 36 verse 17 it is written, Son of Man. When the house of Israel dwelt in their own land, they defiled it by their own way and by their doings. Their way was before me as the uncleanness of a removed woman. The nation of Israel in their exile is regarded as being dead. They're likened unto dry bones. From Ezekiel in chapter 37 verses 1 through 3 as it is written, The hand of the Lord was upon me and he carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and he set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones and he caused me to pass by them round about and behold there were very many in the open valley and lo they were very dry and he said unto me son of man can these bones live and I answered O Lord God only you know verses 4 and 5 and he said to me prophesy to these bones and say oh you dry bones hear the word of the Lord thus is the Lord God unto these bones behold I will send breath to enter into you and you shall live. Then in Ezekiel chapter 37 verse 11 it explains that these bones are the whole house of Israel. That would be northern kingdom and southern kingdom. That would be the house of Jacob. That would be Ephraim and Judah. The nation of Israel is regarded as having the status of being sold into the nations when they are in their exile. Deuteronomy in chapter 32 verse 26 it is written, I said, I would scatter 
them into corners. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 30. How should one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight except their rock had sold them? Isaiah in chapter 50 and verse 1 it is written, Thus says the Lord, Where is the bill of your mother's divorcement whom I have put away? Or which of my creditors is it to whom I have sold you? Because for your iniquities have you sold yourselves and for your transgressions is your mother put away. Isaiah chapter 52 in verse 3 it is written for thus says the Lord you have sold yourselves for naught and you shall be redeemed without money. In being scattered into the nations of the world the northern kingdom is regarded as being far off in their scattering and the southern kingdom is regarded as being near in their scattering. First Kings in chapter 8 and verse 46 it is written if they sin against you for there is no man that sins not and you be angry with them and deliver them to the enemy so that they be carried away captive into the land of their enemy far or near. Captive in the land of their enemy far or near. Daniel in chapter 9 and verse 7 it is written O Lord righteousness belongs unto you but unto us confusion of face as it is this day to the men of Judah and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Now the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem is a reference to the southern kingdom or the house of Judah or the Jewish people and unto all Israel which is a reference to the northern kingdom that are near and far off throughout all the countries where you've driven them. Judea and Jerusalem or the Jewish people are near in all the countries they've been scattered because we can still identify who they are. We still know who Jews are today but we don't know who the northern kingdom is. We can't identify them because they've lost their association as being a part of the northern tribes so they are regarded as being far off in all the countries where they have been scattered. In his commentary on the Torah Moses Nachmanides explains that redemption is a purchase. How is it explained that the exiles of Israel are going to be purchased because they were sold by the lawgiver by the bridegroom, by Yeshua the Messiah. Well, Zechariah in chapter 9 and verse 9 states the following. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king comes unto you. He is just and having salvation, lowly, and riding upon a donkey and upon the colt, the foal of a donkey. This is speaking about Yeshua and about him riding into Jerusalem at his first coming. And then it goes on to say in Zechariah chapter 9 verse 11, as for you by the blood of the covenant I have sent forth your prisoners out of the pit. The prisoners, the exiles of Israel are going to be sent forth out of the pit or exile by the blood of the covenant. This is referring to verse 13, when I bent Judah for me and filled the bow with Ephraim. The exiles of Israel, the prisoners are Judah and Ephraim. Let's 
let's look at the summary of terms which describe the exiles of Israel. They're regarded as being deaf, blind, lame, poor, leprous. They are dry bones or dead in their exile. They're regarded as being poor and needy. They are afflicted, sick and wounded. They're regarded as an adulterous wife. They're regarded as an unclean woman. They have been sold in the nations. The northern kingdom is regarded as being far off in their exile. The southern kingdom is regarded as being near in their exile. Now, let's decode Yeshua's answer that he gave to John and his disciples in Matthew in chapter 11 is the following. The blind, that is the exiles of Israel, receive their sight. That is, they believe that Yeshua is the Messiah and they need to follow his Torah. The lame, that is the exiles of Israel, walk. Walk in Hebrew is halak. And the way in which you follow the Torah is called halakot. They walk. They follow the Torah. The lepers, that is the exiles of Israel, are cleansed, meaning their sins are forgiven. The deaf, the exiles of Israel, they hear, meaning they believe that Yeshua is the Messiah and they follow his Torah. The dead, that is the exiles of Israel, are raised up. That is the uniting of the 12 tribes of Israel. The poor, the exiles of Israel, have the gospel or the good news preached to them. And finally, Yeshua, the Messiah, is the one then that gathers the exiles of Israel. Our ministry that Yeshua has given to us is a ministry to the exiles of Israel and in our ministry going to the exiles of Israel who are called men or Adam. Our ministry is also to all those in the earth because all mankind is called Adam as well. Luke chapter 14 verse 13. And when you make a feast, call the poor, the maimed, the lame, and the blind. These are terms for the exiles of Israel. And you will be blessed for they, that is the exiles of Israel, cannot repay you for bringing to them the Messiah and an understanding of returning to Torah and their redemption from the condition which they are in. However, you will be recompensed or repaid at the resurrection of the just when you receive your eternal rewards in Messiah's kingdom. Therefore, we have seen so far in this study that Yeshua not only died on the tree to unite the 12 tribes of Israel, but his earthly ministry was centered around his role as the Messiah to gather the exiles of Israel. That the reason why his ministry was centered in the Galilee is because that is where the first of the 12 tribes of Israel were exiled. It was from there that the northern kingdom was taken captive by the Assyrians. So Messiah is going back to that place showing that he is going to come and to restore that which was broken or lost. His ministry was centered in the Galilee around the city of Capernaum, which means the village of comfort. Comfort is a term that is associated with the end of the exile of the 12 tribes of Israel. Then Yeshua was asked in Matthew chapter 11, are you the Messiah? His answer is yes, I'm the Messiah because I gather the exiles of Israel. And in Yeshua's earthly ministry, he literally healed those with blind eyes. He healed the deaf. He healed the lepers. He resurrected the dead. He literally did those things, but while these were literal events that happened in his ministry,
ministry that the blind and the lame and the lepers and the deaf, etc. and the dead, that these are terms that describe the spiritual status of the exiles of Israel. And what he was doing in his literal earthly ministry, he was making a prophetic declaration that at his second coming, he is going to spiritually perform the task that he did literally in his earthly ministry. Let's look at a couple of examples in the New Testament where Yeshua is giving us insight about his role to gather the exiles of Israel and those things that are associated with it. Well, that's going to conclude part 11 of the series on the subject Yeshua from Genesis to Revelation. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.